Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Yesterday, the Federal Reserve announced a 75 basis point rate increase and provided forward guidance of a further one and a quarter percent increase between now and the end of the year at the two remaining meetings of the FOMC. Chairman Powell outlined in his comments that it was likely that the housing market, which boomed during the pandemic, driving prices to new highs would weaken significantly. Well, on today's show, we're talking about the cost of home ownership and how the Consumer Price Index fails to properly account for housing costs and its metrics. Agency loans make up 70% of the mortgage market in the United States. These are typically underwritten by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac as the guarantor of a high-ratio loan. The average down payment is 5%, as compared with the minimum down payment of 3% for the FHA 203B loan. These loans have a 30-year amortization. A year ago, borrowers were paying less than 3.25% for that loan, and today, that loan is pricing at over 6.25%. At the start of the pandemic, the average house price in the U.S. was 374500 and at the end of the second quarter of this year, 2022, the average house price was 525000 So the average loan size increased by 40% from the end of 2019 to today. In that time, we also have a dramatic increase in interest rates. When you combine the two together, even if we neglect some of the other increasing expenses, just the cost of capital has gone up by 112% in that time period. The mortgage payment on that $374,000 home with 5% down is $1,548 a month. That same house, having gone up 40% in the past two years, at today's 6% interest rate, would cost $3,275 a month in debt service. Now, housing makes up 40% of the consumer price index. I honestly cannot figure out how the government is computing the housing contribution to the CPI. Rent is part of it. Home purchase is part of it. I cannot figure it out. Because you see, the true monthly cost of ownership has gone up by 112% in two years. And the increase in interest rates is responsible for more than half of that increase in cost. Now, the rise in interest rates was supposed to reduce inflation, and here it looks like it's performing the opposite. Here's why the government and the Fed have failed to connect the dots. You see, rising interest rates increase the cost of home ownership, regardless whether you own or rent. The cost of ownership doesn't really change based on the owner of the property. If the property is a rental, then the owner of the property incurs all of the costs, and they attempt to recover those costs through the rent and hopefully make even a small profit. Perhaps the Fed is thinking that at the high rate of interest, property prices will get pushed down based on affordability, that some new equilibrium of affordability will be reached. If the owner can only truly afford $1,550 a month, then the prices would need to fall to $275,000 on average to maintain a monthly payment of $1,550 at a 6% interest rate. But if that were to happen then the price of properties would fall far below the cost of construction. You see, the average home sale in the United States was for a 2,200-square-foot home. That was in 2020. At today's average cost of construction of about $180 a square foot, and that's just the hard construction cost alone. Just for the home, forget about the land or any of the other costs, that house would cost $396,000 to build, even if the land was free. The cost of servicing that lot with utilities 
averages about $45,000. And when you add the cost of the land of at least $70,000 a lot, you're back to that number of $511,000, which is not far from the average sale price this quarter of $525,000. So the average sale price of $525,000 does not seem out to lunch to me when you compare it against the cost of construction. If an investor buys a single-family home and decides to offer that house in the market for rent, their capital costs have also gone up by that 112% as well. The rent will need to reflect the higher cost of capital. Without covering the debt, the property will experience negative cash flow. No investor should ever undertake a deal with negative cash flow. See, the narrative is that landlords are getting rich on the backs of poor tenants. The truth is, it doesn't matter who owns the house. If a tenant can't afford the monthly cost to live in that specific home, then they can't afford to rent that same home either. The cost of renting is always going to be higher than the cost of owning. Of course, only a small percentage of homes change hands in a given month. So when the Commerce Department looks at the averages, maybe they're just looking at the weighted average where the vast majority of these homes don't change hands and the costs don't change from month to month. Those loans that were rate-locked at 2% and 3%, well, they'll still be paying 2 and 3% until the loan matures. Those costs are pretty sticky in that respect. They change more slowly. But when the interest rates increase, the impact of the majority of the population is zero unless they plan to move, plan to refinance, or they have to move or have to refinance. It's the act of moving or refinancing that triggers the increase in cost. You can almost think of it as a moving tax. If you want to stay where you are, no problem. Your costs stay low. If you want to move, then we'll hit you with a 112% increase in the carrying cost of your property. And those who had a term loan where the loan needs to be refinanced, they're also extremely vulnerable. There's no question the rapid increase in housing prices was fueled by the availability of credit at interest rates that were very attractive. But based on this financial model and several others that I've been examining, I'm having a harder time seeing how raising interest rates actually reduces inflation. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.